0: Okay, we are in Sefer Yishayahu, Peret, Samach, Gimel, Pasuk Aleph, miseba Me'edon. So we've seen in the last two Prakim a beautiful, idyllic, pastoral rendition of what Akris HaYomim is going to look like. The Mashiach is here, Jerusalem is now the spiritual capital of the world, Israel is the most admired of nations, exiles are flocking from every country back to their homeland of Israel, and people from every country are flocking to Israel to be part of this miracle. Now, in Samach Gimel, the Navi suddenly yanks us back to the reality that before you have the Mashiach, there have to be a score settled, an accountability, as it were, to the nations, among the nations who for so many centuries persecuted, vilified, tortured, murdered the Jewish people. And so it is going to take us through that, and we begin with, where the Navi is has facing Edom. Edom is, we understand it as the Roman Empire. Asa comes uh, as the father of the Roman Empire. But it really is a stand-in, a, a personification for all the nations that ever abuse us. We are still in the gallus of Edom. And so the Navi is facing Edom. And he sees someone coming from Edom, soiled clothing, bloody clothing. Um, Edom is a fortified city that, uh, Batra rather, in Edom is a fortified city. And he lovely begins. Edom, Who's coming? to me from Edom that is soiled of clothes from the city of Batra Uh, that he is wearing uh, clothes that are like this um, but resplendent in his garments moving about with us in his power and so it's a question. Uh, he is asking, who is this? Koran, Animidaber B'tzaka Ravla Hoshiah. Uh, Kaddish Brokenly answers it, oh, because the person coming from Edom is either um, the angel uh, Michael who avenges B'nei Israel, it is also, it could be uh, the Tzadikim representing those who took vengeance. Or as most Mephorshim, including the Ibn Ezra, agree, it's Hashem himself. So this raises several questions. First is the question, it's very interesting. The Mephorshim fasten on the city of Batsra. He's coming, me Batsra, we know from the Chumash, Batsra is a city in Edom. But they stress it's not to be confused with um Basra. That's a city in Iraq. And more important, it's not to be confused with Betzer. Betzer was an ir-miqla on the east bank of the Jordan, one of those cities of refuge that somebody would run to if they had killed somebody inadvertently and are escaping those who are the goel-haddam, the redeemers of blood, the family that is avenging it. And if they found refuge there, uh, they couldn't be touched until, uh, unless they wandered out of the city, and they were freed when the Kohen Gadol of that era died, whoever it was, and you could not, in fact, uh, harm them. But, so why does that affect us? There is this very strange agarata in Marcos, Yud-Veiz, Aleph. ala Amare Shlakesh, let me read it to you. Shalosh asid At the end of days, the, the Malach of Edom. We have learned that Hashem was installed in each nation in the world a Malach. You would, if you want to vernacularize it, it, would be like a guardian angel that guides its destiny. And so, what has happened here is the Malach of Edom seeing the handwriting on the wall. Uh, flees to what he thought was Betzer. He thinks he's going to Betzer, but it's really Batzra. And the Gemara brings that story, and he made three mistakes. Because, and we take our pasuk, who is blood is stained, he comes from Batzra, so that it won't protect him, because he's gone to Batzra. And even if he went to Betzer, that only Betzer would be there, he went to Betzer, he is mistaken because the city only gives refuge to a shogeg, an inadvertent killer, and he is not. And then the city affords refuge to humans, he is a malach. It's a very mysterious thing, but it makes the distinction between Betzer and Batzra. Moreover, much attention is paid to the fact that the clothes of what the Mephoshim say is the Kaddish Baruchu is soiled, it's bloodied. The Kaddish Baruchu <coughs> doesn't appear in soiled clothing. Moreover, we have a concept in Brachos in Masechta Brachos, a very strong thing that says, in fact, that a, a Talmud Chacham who appears with stained or soiled clothing chayav misa. It's a very strong Gemara because <coughs> a Talmud Chacham is appearing as a Talmud Chacham. It represents Hashem. It's a chilul to Hashem, and says the Gemara, not mincing words. He is Chayav Maves. So the question is to the figure, why is he wearing um, clothes that are stained? Madua Adam Levushecha asks Yeshayahu, You look like someone who's been trampling in, in a wine press. And now the Kaddish who answers, Pura Darachti Levadi. I treaded the wine press, continuing this metaphor of a wine press. Um, myself, ish There was no person with me. No one would come to the help of Israel in all these centuries of bloodshed. Umim ein ish the Api, and so I treaded those grapes. I took the vengeance, the and I treaded on it in anger and fury, and their lifeblood spurted uh etc. on my garments and I soiled my clothing. I did it taking vengeance. The difference, by the way, Api and Hamasi, Api is um internal anger Hamasi is outward where you externalize the anger and so the Qadish Roruch who says because the day of vengeance is in my heart and the year of my redeemed ones has come
1: can I ask a a question here yes So often what happened to B'nai Israel at the hands of other nations, was almost at the behest of Hashem. Basically saying, I'm pulling away, you're not being good, and they, they're going to do whatever they right. do. Right, right. So you're punishing, you're punishing people at this day, in this pasuk, for things that people well before them did, and in many cases almost... Allowed to do, obviously allowed to do, um, by Hashem for the sins of B'nai Yisrael. So, where, why the vengeance, like for against the people, the the people, the the, te- the contemporary people. Very good question, but there's an answer that there's a.
0: Medrash that says when the Kaddish Baruch takes Nakama against those people, his Nakama is different in that he brings back the original perpetrators. Man can't do that. The Kaddish Baruchu supposedly, when he punished Amalek in the time of Shaul, they were the original Amalekites who persecuted them in the desert. Similarly, here that the Kaddish Baruchu in his Nakama. It's a very different nakama than we can, can even conceive of. They are brought back to face their punishment. Interestingly as well is that, um, look, what the Navi says here in the name of the Kodesh with no one helped. He's going to say no one he showed up to, you know, defend. Raff Schwab and his parish goes to Roosevelt at Auschwitz, refusing to bomb the railroad tracks. In other words, it's in his parish, names and everything. In other words, the, no one in history ever stepped forward and say, stop this, stop the carnage. stop And that's what the Kurdish War was saying. I didn't want to step in. I didn't want to visit mine to come on them. I didn't want to get my clothes bloodied, but they left me no choice. And that's where we continue. For Abit Fein Ozer, hey, I looked, There was no one helping. I was confounded. I was puzzled. There's no one to rely on. And so what I did was my own arm I raised and helped. And it was my fury that supported me. In other words, I did not want to become involved, etc.
1: But but we know for a fact that there were at least individuals who do help. Right. I mean, the righteous among the nations. Yes, they are in
0: that museum, yes. you know, et cetera. Yes, but they are rarities, et cetera. But yeah, right. we're talking about in general, was there any nation that itself stopped the carnies? Was there any nation or religious institution that stopped it? So... The Kaddish Baruch says, I had no choice. I was shocked if you could say Kaviyocho. The Kaddish Baruch was shocked and puzzled. But yeah, nobody comes to the attention of Israel. And if you want to be um, historical about it, nothing has changed. Therefore, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, I will trample down nations. Again, we use trampling in terms of like that... Metaphor of the winery. I will take their lifeblood to the point where they are drunk on their own blood. In other words, they don't know what is happening to them. Uh, And I will lower them to the ground for eternity. So now, after the Navi has finished that account of... Who's coming from Edom? Kesarhu himself, taking him and matters into his own hands after he sees the total silence of the nations of the world. Now the Navi switches to offer a tshvila to Hashem on behalf of the Jewish people in Galus. Chazdei Hashem begins that the um, the of Hashem ask to I will remind Israel of Hashem's loving kindness of Hashem's promises about all that he has done the Hoshi so with his love and compassion he will um, put his mercy shower his mercies in the abundance of his loving-kindness. Exactly. Uh, No, I'm sorry. Um, That they remain unconditionally, is what the Kodesh Baruch was saying, that despite it all, they are God's nation. That's what the Rav Tov means. Um, I am at the end of they are mine. They will not be uh, destroyed, despite the suffering. They will remain faithful, and the Kaddish Baruch who is saying that because of their unshakable faith, He will do everything to relieve the suffering. Pesach uh, nine tests. or some. Now notice in all their sorrows, low, that is the way it's written, low is the way it's pronounced, meaning no, Uh, that in all of their suffering, we need low, that he did it, if you read it as no, low, it means he had of course suffering but it was not all the suffering he did, he withheld it. The low, l'amidvav, the way we read it implies that God too suffered, he suffers with them when there are those terrible eras, but now in all truth they rebelled. And they said as they said in the holy Spirit of Hu. And as you say, he turned against them, It was as if he became an enemy of them. Now the Navi sees Israel in the part of the Tzvila turning to him for salvation. They remembered the days of your miracles for Moshe. That is the paradigm of where the Kodosh Barclay just reveals his awesome miracles out in the open. No one can confuse it for Teva, for natural occurrences. And it was he who brought them up. um, They're asking, where is the God that brought us up from the sea? Esra 8, so no, he was our shepherd. Uh... Where is he who planted the Holy Spirit? Say, A'yei Hashem B'Kibbo, Ruach
1: Let me, you know, again, it's hard to understand. Hashem knows the future, I mean, of, the, of, of us, right? How is any of... Why would he be disappointed or angry at something that he knows... Is foreordained, you're saying? Not necessarily foreordained, but he knows... You know what? You know what does what does it mean to know past, present, and future? And if it and he doesn't, he's not bound, right? In our view, by time, by that. So, what what exactly is the expectation? Well, the one parent
0: is that yes, he knows. Let's say Mitzrayim is going to enslave them, according to the Medrash. Mitzrayim went beyond. The mandate. That's when he steps in. Apparently, is when they go beyond the cruelty or even the punishment. But, but he supposed he, he to... had to
1: know about that. If he knows past, present, future, he knows. It's not a surprise. None but they have just... to be punished. Right. In other words, they wouldn't have been punished if they followed what he had... But but I'm talking about I'm talking about B'nai Israel. He knows. From the beginning, every, every time we come close, whether it was uh, David or Shlomo, we, we, we fall back. But he does
0: believe, or we do believe, in a Bechira Chavshit. Yes, you're saying that doesn't he know which choice the person will make in his Bechira Chavshit. We still believe that man has that ability to do his own destiny, to define his own destiny. But it's an excellent excellent concept, etc. So just let me conclude with this. Molech, he who stood at Moshe's right with his... Um, Moshech Lemin Moshez Roa Tefarto his his arm of glory, Bokea Mayim Mipnahim, he split the sea La Soslo olam, which made such a Kidish Hashem that gave Israel their name forever. Molchem Bittahomos Khasomba Mibar lo It was he who led them in the depths, let's say in the Red Sea, like a horse in the desert as well, that it was smooth terrain at the bottom of the ocean continues look from your holy place on the shamayim and from your glory where is your protection for us where is your strength where is the intestines we said in Israel, Yisrael uh, that God feels it in his intestines, the suffering. Where is it? Uh, and you show the tremendous Rachamim, the, the Midas HaRachamim. So, uh, concludes the navi this part, Ki Ata all right, that you are the Kaddish Baruch. And now we're left with a fascinating question. Where is the God of, where is Abraham? Where is Yaakov? Where is any of our protective forefathers? A fascinating question which Emir Sahashem we will tackle eight forty five AM tomorrow. I time.